you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Hey there, it's Oliver here and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show, episode 38. Convenience is one of the big hot trends in retail right now. And that trend looks like it's going to continue over the next few years. The IGD have forecast that the convenience sector is going to continue to grow by 16.6% over the next five years. So it's a trend that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. There's a lot of gas still in the convenience tank, so to speak. Now here in the UK, one of the major players, whether you know it or not, is actually nicer. And last week on the Retail Transformation Show, I kicked off a conversation with their sales director, Steve Leach. And our conversation started with a bit of a spotlight on the nicer brand and some of the amazing things they're doing. We looked at their business model and how they're working directly with independent retailers, but also how they're working with co-op and what that brings. Nicer, of course, as a brand, were recently acquired by the co-op. So it was interesting to find out about some of the key benefits and how that's happening. And we're continuing that conversation today. So if you've not heard part one, then do go back and check it out. It's episode 37. You can, of course, find episode 37 in your favorite podcast app or on the website. I'm going to put the link on today's show notes page, which you can find at obandco.uk slash 38. There's actually going to be quite a bit of content over there today, so do go and check it out, particularly if you're interested in social media or finding out a bit more about nicer retail as a group, as a brand. So I think we should just jump straight on into this conversation, continuing on with Steve Leach, Sales Director over at Nicer Retail. Here we go. Now, convenience is one of the big trends of of retail, or certainly of recent times. And one of the big challenges, in, in my view, of convenience is purely the number of touch points. You've got a highly distributed store model. Each store is quite small. You've got sort of challenges around minimum manning from a, a safety perspective. How, how do you best support the independent retailers to overcome some of those challenges? I guess part of it's through the distribution network and the fact that you do have that network going past all of the stores. What, what other support do you give them? So I think if you, if you look at the, the, the physical element of the store, we have a, a very well-run format and development team that is able to help the individual retailer in terms of managing their micro and macro space and to look at the fixtures and fittings within the, in the store and as flexibility becomes one of the key phrases of this podcast we we used to have a very fixed model if a store wanted to trade with nicer as a as a symbol fascia whereas now we've we've relaxed that because of the challenges of the economic climate so that people can again pick and choose subject to how much money they would like to invest to keep their store up to date so so we do an awful lot around category management 
range layouts and we've got a number of model stores that would really help. Mm. I always say the best example of NICER is our annual trade show in Stoneleigh that uh, we have at the beginning of April. It's a two-day event and within there, we always, for the last three or four years, we've, we've built our latest format store from scratch and we had a 4,000 square foot store on show uh, within an exhibition hall that is built within three days, fully stocked with the, the optimum range of co-op and we invite everybody to come and have a look and show off our latest thinking the guys are then challenged to then sell the store lock stock and barrel to somebody that is either an existing partner or we recruit at the event and darren and the format team who have managed that very well keep keep outdoing their records from the previous year so this year we'd actually sold the store before we'd even built it such was the demand within the industry that it went to one of our one of our large key accounts called Amacor, which is a, uh, a a group which is is got really ambitious plans within NICER, and they they bought the store Lock, Stock and Barrel, and it's soon to reopen in the Coventry area, uh, and that's a really great success story for us in terms of being able to showcase what's available, but then also recreate it into an actual trading store within um, a couple of weeks of the the trade show. Wow, it's a really good example of the NICER model where it's all about partner engagement and showcasing what's possible. We do an awful lot on the ground with regional meetings and study tours and store visiting to connect like-minded retailers who are working on common areas to learn from each other and share best practice. It's a very indirect influencing model in NICER because of the very definition of, of the convenience model. What we try and do is keep one step ahead of the market and highlight who's executing the best ideas or categories well and then sharing that. And we, we use social media to, to do that a lot. And we've relaunched the, not just making a difference locally, Twitter handle, but at Nicer Retail is one of the, is the main Twitter accounts. But if we use the hashtag, we say Nicer, and we've been, we've been using that for a good couple of years now to either congratulate or showcase or show off the latest thinking. And we've seen a, a real increase in social media engagement as we have developed that and we use social media actively. Uh, I, I certainly get a lot of feedback for um, living living on there, but the benefit <laughs> for that for it. That's, uh, that's, that sounds some uh, veiled feedback there. <laughs> well, it can it can be positive and 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 negative. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a such an important tool, social media, in our digitally enabled, super connected world that we live in. And at, at the end of the day, as a communication tool, I don't think we've ever had anything quite so accessible, fast, and easy to to learn from. So, yeah, definitely go ahead, make the most of it. I say. And I, I'd agree, like, like any national retailer, the one thing that unites the diverse set of consumers and customers that we have is that everybody carries a mobile, a mobile phone now. So the beauty of it, and, and this is a, it's a really important point for a independent retailer. And I've, I've learned this from working with NICER's independent retailers after having a very corporate background before I joined NICER is that if you're an independent retailer, you set the rules for your store and your business with a speed and agility that will always beat a national retailer who may have a very 
risk adverse and slow mechanic for using social media. And some of our best examples are retailers who have used that to talk about their latest offer or their le- if they've done anything new in the store. All we do is in NICER is just connect more people using social media to um, either conversations or other people to, to grow faster. But the beauty of social media is it's instant, it's local, and it's free. And what we're trying to do is coach more people to get behind it. And it's taken a while to embrace but uh, and been a bit of a personal crusade of mine. But if you have a look over the last couple of years, we have an awful lot of fantastic NICER partners. In fact, Daikon Sons, which is one of our large independent supermarket stores, was, was recognized in the industry uh, for best digital engagement at uh, a, a trade event last year. Wow. Oh, congratulations to them. We've got other, other large independent partners such as uh, Jemsons or Margiotta up in Scotland that all use it really, really well. So I, I think our role here using that sort of vehicle is just to highlight who is best in class and then share that so more people can, can choose to use that if it works for them. But of course, it's not, it's not just Twitter, uh, as is regularly pointed out to me. There's many more other channels and Facebook again is, is something that a lot of retailers will use in their own community to to get a conversation going. Uh, and uh, again, we, we do an awful lot of training in store. Uh, in fact, today, uh, Gemma, who's our social media uh, guru, is, is out with one of our regional guys up in Scotland, Matthew, and will no doubt be sharing all of the, the highlights of what she's seen out on the, on, on the road with Matthew on the Twitter feed. And that encourages more people to connect in other parts of the country and then share best practice. Super. What I'd like to do, Steve, just on that, I think there's there's going to be a ton of learnings around some of that best-in-class social media usage. Could I ask you to have a bit of a think about some of, the, some of those retailers that do have a brilliant presence and do some really cool stuff? What I'd like to do is put examples of that on the show notes page for everyone to go and check out. Would that be okay? Oh, sure. The, the only challenge is trying to trying to highlight the, the short list. We've got so many examples, but yeah, <laughs> okay, I, not, not a problem. Happy, happy to do that. We've got some, some real fantastic advocates that we can, we can do that for you. Yeah, super. That would be, be fantastic. Thank you. You mentioned it earlier, flexibility. It kind of is one of the big themes of, of, of our conversation today. Staying agile, staying nimble is an absolutely key trait for successful retail in today's market. And I suppose with the whole combination with co-op and the acquisition that happened in 2018, the entire NICER teams had to remain quite flexible. How have you gone about leading that? How, how, has, the, how has the wider team gone about adapting to that change? So that's a, that's a, it's a great question. The, the answer is the success has been in the, in the planning. When the two businesses were put together and had gone through their due diligence, the opportunity uh, was put to the, 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 the NICER members to vote for a co-op to, to go through, which was successful. And during that time, there was a, a small team in both businesses that program managed the integration of co-op and NICER over the last 12 months. But I think the success has been really clear in terms of making sure that we did that whilst maintaining all of the things that we've been chatting about on the podcast to make sure that we still maintained brilliant availability, 
that we were really delivering on a day-to-day basis what our retailers needed at the same time that we, we integrated two businesses together. And actually, that is something that I played a leadership role with the rest of the, the NICE senior team. But that's probably one of the biggest achievements that we were able to do that at such pace and energy whilst delivering some fantastic growth at the same time. Absolutely. It's, there's so many things that can go wrong when it comes to acquisitions, particularly when you've got two different cultures that are, you're trying to, to, to merge and mesh and also two different business models in, in NICER and, and co-op as well. So I think that's, that's quite interesting. If, if you were to go through it again, what would be your, your biggest lesson learned that you would, you would, you would change or advise someone to do differently? Gosh, that's another, that's another a great one. What would we do differently? I guess the flipping answer would be not, not a lot because it, it landed really well. And um, so I'm, I'm really proud of how the integration went. I think the secret to that, that, to that success is making sure the communication to everybody involved in the change was, remained little and often. I, I think the, the opportunity of a business of this scale now we're plugged into the, the co-op is to make sure that we, keep our communication to be little and often and that we maintain our independence so which we we have done so i mean we we still operate uh, very flexibly so it's almost the classic best of both model and um, when we've merged the two businesses together so we we remain the wholesale arm of the co-op but with the all of the best elements of nicer on a standalone perspective when we go into the convenience market co-op are phenomenally successful as award-winning retailers with a fantastic on-label range and they've matched with an award-winning wholesaler so it really is the best of both if i was going to do anything differently that's a, that's a good question probably live closer to the office on a personal <laughs> level um because with the with the hours that all of the teams have been putting in with the hard yards having a, a 90 minute commute at the end of each day is probably not the cleverest but at the same time, I, I always think it commute. So, you know, as a consultant, I end up having quite a, quite a long commute sometimes. And I, I quite enjoy just that time in the car, just to either at the beginning of the day, think about things, think about what are the key objectives for that day or reflect back and think what, what could be done differently. I quite enjoy that. Me, me too, but I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely more fun on the commute in than the commute home. Um, I'm, I'm definitely a, a morning person, but you, you're right. Those those 90 minutes each way is the thinking time and the sort of catching up with the with the team on the on the way on the way home. So I think I think you're right. That's that would be a, a key observation. So what's next for for Nicer then? It's, it's continuing to to build a pace. You know, you, you hinted at recruitment earlier. Where where do you see things going? So the the convenience industry is all about scale, and we are definitely of a, of a significantly large scale, but we're hungry for uh, growing and get, getting even bigger so we can pass on greater benefits and buying power to a wider number of partners and keep growing at scale. So the growth of the business is, is definitely going to predicate the ongoing success. We have now rolled out the co-op own label to all of our partners, but we've got more work to do to um, embed that and regularly refresh uh, the range and the method of what we're doing and as i sort of hinted at earlier there are plenty new areas that we are underrepresented in be it forecourts or other parts of the market like food service that we're we're looking to to try and understand 
where we can take our distribution expertise and then deliver that to make sure that we we keep growing. So it's it's more of the same, but on a much more ambitious platform to try and transform our growth and look at new new markets that we can keep going on whilst delivering on a day to day element the success that's kept the, the the business growing since 1977 keeping that local feel keeping that local passion and allowing that that flexible model to be able to say you know as if i was an independent retailer as part of the group i want this bit i want this bit but actually i want to exert my own control over this particular piece because that's the piece that i'm very passionate about i know my local market i know my local customers and I want to deliver the best possible thing for them. So I think that's that's really interesting. And I guess the the final part of it is every every time we we met at the Retail Week live conference, which was was again another another excellent event. Mm. And every year I've been lucky enough to go to that. For I was uh, uh, joking with with Polly, I must be at veteran status now after doing fifteen or sixteen years now, but. I, I get I get such inspiration from that sort of event to try and stretch my thinking in terms of what is really going to be the next bit of of innovation. And if you, that's also an exciting element of tying up with co-op. So co-op, you you may have seen some of the trials that they're doing with delivery by robots in Milton Keynes, and they're looking at new and innovative ways to work with Deliveroo. And this is where our partnership with Co-op will really help us because we will be able to look at some of the, the the digital elements of growth and how we apply from the wider market and the Co-op expertise into into the nicer market, and then equally work together on new ways of going to market for nicer partners. So a great example of that would be we're working very closely with Martin Rogers, who is a a very successful long-standing co-op employee who's leading our foray into franchising as an example. So mm. it's a it's a different way of doing best of both between co-op and NICER to to put a franchise option down, which again is something that we've not done in the past that we can now do using the insight across both businesses. So that's that's also very exciting. And we're working um, with Martin um, and a lot of nicer partners sort of testing out that concept um, at the moment in a number of sites, but again, with big growth ambitions in that area as well. Sounds really interesting. Where would I go to find out more, Steve? So if you were uh, interested in joining NICER, then literally it's join.nicer.co.uk. If you want to find out more, then uh, you can have a look at the recruitment team with the hashtag joinNICER. And the at nicer retail is our main Twitter handle that will unlock a lot of the fantastic testimonials and partners that we've talked through. The only challenge is you'll need plenty of time to have a look at many fantastic testimonials that we've got. Well, that's good. And it's certainly worth worthwhile going in and understanding the business. If, if it's right for you, if that sort of flexible approach is right for you and that's the direction you want to take. So that's that's a really good set of resources. Again, I'm going to put all of those in the show notes page. Um, so if you are interested, you know where to head off to. Perfect. Steve, this has been really, really fun, really interesting to to explore all of the different topics. I, I think we've we've covered off that's that's probably the fastest whistle stop tour of sort of forty two years of, of NICER that I, I've ever done, to be honest. So <laughs> no, I think it's been it's been really good and I 
I, I appreciate the opportunity to bring the business to life because as we talked about at the beginning, it is, it is such a, a wide reaching and successful model. But quite often at the end of every d- discussion like this, somebody will always have picked up something that they hadn't realized about, about the nicer brand, which is why I was uh, so grateful to have the opportunity to be able to, to bring it to life. Thank you so much for your time and for opening the doors around how, how nice it works behind the scenes and some of those, those key lessons and the key benefits of, of working with, with co-op or, you know, in, in partnership with NICERS. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. So that was a fab conversation with Steve Leach there. Now, if you are interested in joining NICER as a partner, taking advantage of that flexible model that they offer, you should go to join hyphen nicer.co.uk, which is slightly different than the, the address you heard on the show just there. So join hyphen nicer.co.uk. If you've got any questions, I'm going to put that link and a whole host more on the show notes page for today's episode. You can find that at obandco.uk slash 38. That's obandco.uk slash 38. So here's a question for you. Who do you know that would enjoy listening to the Retail Transformation Show? There's a whole load of content already in the can. And of course, episodes are coming out every single Monday. So why don't you tell one of your colleagues, one of your friends, one of your team members about the Retail Transformation Show? I know I'd appreciate it. And I'm sure they will appreciate you for telling them too. So thank you for that in advance. Next time on the Retail Transformation Show, it's going to be a solo show, just you and I. Now, if you've listened for a little while, you know there's always a bit of a blend between having guests and and solo shows. So I thought it would be good just you and I spend some time together next week. What do you think? I look forward to joining you then for sure. I hope you have a fantastic week. And remember, share this episode with someone you know. Bye then. Bye then.